Hello everybody, uh, welcome to this Talking Tendons podcast. Uh, before I start today, I just want to mention I do have a uh, Mastering Lower Limb Tendinopathy course series coming up. It's going to be in Glasgow, it's going to also be in Manchester, and it is lastly going to be in London um, on September the, I think it's 4th, 5th and 6th, so um, have a look out for that um, on the Tendinopathy uh, Rehab website. Um, so, uh, today's podcast is going to be about a, a paper that just came out, and the title is, it was in JAMA, JAMA um, uh, and the title is The Effect of Ultrasonography Guided Cortisone, uh, Corticosteroid Injection versus Placebo, um, Added to Exercise Therapy for Achilles Endopathy. There's lots of um, great authors on there, including Michael Kier, Peter Magnussen, and Michael Rathliff. So, um, this is really an interesting um, study and there has been a bit of interest already on social media it's only been out for a couple of days um, and I'm also um, leading a trial looking at the high volume injection which with or without steroid in Achilles so this was of particular interest to me it's also interesting because we know that Achilles tenopathy is very hard to manage and um, something that might help um, is always well received um, so it's a, it's such a simple design, which I really think is fantastic. There's two arms, um, you know. It's it's I really applaud the um, uh, the research group um, who who sort of thought, you know what? Let's just look at steroid, even though there's a lot of even though there's a lot of um, controversy about rupture and about the safety of steroid and also the longer term harms so whether people have recurrences when they have steroid uh, we're just going to look at it and because um, we just don't know in Achilles tendinopathy the reality is it hasn't been looked at long term and that's what these guys did they just looked at steroid versus sham or placebo added to exercise over 24 months okay so very simple design but very necessary question to be answered so I think you know they need to be congratulated for actually tackling this question first of all and the Achilles is probably the one where there's most sort of you know um, feelings of oh, you know it's going to rupture or we shouldn't be injecting steroid um, and, and and that might be true but the you know the only way to really know is to look at the long-term data which is what uh, this group has contributed so that's that's a really positive part of this paper I think um, so so basically they then went on and they they you know randomized their mid portion Achilles synopathy group um, they randomized them to the sham or to the um, uh, to the steroid, corticosteroid injection. Um, importantly, they injected it in the interface between the Kagus fat pad and the Achilles tendon. Um, that's exactly what we're doing in our trial um, and what the high volume injection does, injects right into that interface, not into the tendon. So that's an important point. Um, they offered them three injections, so up to three injections, um, and that was depending on their response. Um, and uh, I think there was 12 people that had three in the steroid group and 35 people that had three in the non-steroid group, which indicates that clearly the steroid group was having greater effect. So that was in the first three months. I believe every four weeks they offered another steroid if required. Um, uh, they utilized the heavy slow resistance program, which this group um, pioneered. Um, and um, so that was their rehab program uh, for this um, uh, for this intervention uh, for both intervention groups. So um, 
Uh, the other thing they did that was quite interesting is that they stopped them from exercising for the first three months. Um, so that was interesting, I thought. Um, uh, and we'll talk about how that might interact with the with the outcome of this trial. Um, three months, I guess, from a point of view of practicality for some patients, I am thinking of elite sport is not going to work, obviously. Um, but for other patients, it might. You know, if you say to them, look, you're going to stop running for three months, but you'll probably have a better outcome, they might. I wonder whether they did that because they were worried about the recurrence of steroid and feeling really good and people going out and doing too much when potentially the tissue is not ready for it. So it, from a safety point of view, it sort of makes sense. Um, but it's a key, key part of this intervention because no other study that I've seen has done that. And, um, you know, possibly it was... A good move because what I'm going to go on to say here is that actually they did get some good benefits from the steroid so we'll talk about that um, in a second so uh, well let's let's talk about that now we're pretty much up to the results so basically the main outcome was the visa outcome and if you look at the graph um, it's one of the graphs I think it's figure two they show that um, the visa outcome at one two three six and 24 months was superior uh, to the other group, the placebo group or sham group, um, but not at 12 months. So that was the only time it wasn't superior. So it was superior for all the other outcomes. Um, uh, so there was a, a beneficial effect of steroid. And the other key finding from this study is that there were no ruptures. Okay, and that's really important. They randomized about 50 people per group. In the end, they had a fair bit of attrition, but I think it was 20% or even more uh, by 12 months. So, um, so a fair bit of attrition, which was even between the groups, uh, but still, still a consideration um, that level of attrition. Um, but you know, in, the, the the key finding here is that they didn't get any steroid uh, ruptures, related ruptures uh, or adverse events. Um, that was severe, and um, they also found benefit from the steroid. So, you know, um, obviously there's a lot of things said about steroid, but the way that these guys did it with the three months rest initially um, seems to have led to benefit. Now, it's possible that there was some interaction between um, the three months rest that was important to allow safety um, as I mentioned earlier from the steroid, um, or to allow the effect of, um, you know, the uh, steroid or the exercise to work. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's important to take all the intervention as a whole, and that is they did the steroid, they also did the three months rest. You can't do one without the other. Um, or, you, you know, you, you may not be guaranteed the same outcome if you do. Uh, so um, that's really interesting. Uh, part of this trial. Uh, there was a reduction in thickness of the tendon um, which mirrored the improvements in visa which suggests that the steroid is probably having, and that was only in the steroid group, suggesting the steroid is having some sort of tissue based effect as well. You'd imagine it is. It's a strong anti-inflammatory, reduces cell pr proliferation. Um, it's having some effect there. Um, interestingly those effects um, of the tissue thickness um, but also the visa seem to have some sort of recurrence. So one of the issues with steroid is we talk about recurrence with steroid. Um, and I think the biggest limitation of this study, in my opinion, is that um, there is a substantial recurrence that occurs from um, 
uh, week uh, from month six to month 12 in the steroid group and you can see that in figure two um, and I'm, I'm tipping that some people got a recurrence and got worse at that point uh, that's not really um, uh, and um, possibly this is where the attrition comes into it as well because there was quite a few people that um, had attrition so I wonder whether that recurrence might have been even more of a factor if there wasn't a 20 um, or so percent attrition at that um, 12 month point so so that's something to consider it's it certainly um, seems like some people there would have been a handful of people but overall as a group they're still continuing overall to improve and by by two years they were um, they were still better than the placebo group which is a really important finding as well so even though there's some recurrence for some people there, there possibly is um, a benefit at two years so so this is really um, yeah really strong data I think um, and, it, and and we shouldn't ignore it we should um, yes there are limitations um, but it's uh, it's an important contribution and I think what we need to do now is try and replicate it and understand it more um, uh, so so that's um, possibly where we need to go I think another possible limitation is it might have been underpowered particularly at those later time points because of the attrition because um, there was you know there was a fair bit of attrition um, at that time point one of the really interesting things that they hint at is what are the therapeutic effects and I'm not 100% sure um, you know it sort of suggests that um, it's mainly a steroid effect and the exercise may maybe is not having a tendon specific effect because exercise you'd expect to proliferate cells and lead to mechanotransduction adaptation maybe the exercise is having other effects psychological or muscle effects and not effects on the tendon level and the steroid is just allowing that tissue to really calm down um, so look it, it i think it's a really interesting and important contribution so i'm going to yeah uh, very interested to see what other people have to say about it um um, yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for listening, and I'll post the uh, paper with the uh, with the show as well. Thanks. See you next time.